What up, what up, what up? It's your boy Kojak, and we are back for another episode of the Follow-Up Podcast. And on today's episode, you already seen him on Kojak's Corner. Um, to me personally, got one of the best ones that i put out so far. Uh, we got King Chrome here. Yeah. And uh, first thing, man, just uh, this was long overdue. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. I appreciate you coming through and taking some time out to talk to me. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, born and raised Peoria. You know, started been rapping since I was eight years old. You know what I'm saying? Early influences, people like Ray G, D. Brad, P. Mac. You know, I, you know, I came, I, I come up under from the '90s era. So you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, but I looked up to a lot of the niggas that was rapping from Peoria because they really made made it like tangible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, I, I've been doing this shit for a minute, man. Started the World Hustle Federation back in 2000, like 2002, but we ain't really started recording and making noise until about 04. Okay. So, um, when you uh, first heard rap, what was that feeling like for you <sighs> at eight years old? Man, my people used to be so mad at me, man, because <laughs> I couldn't get it right in school, but whatever came on TV or the radio or whatever, I knew every word to it. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, my favorite rapper was Ice Cube coming up. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's me too. America's Most Wanted, that first CD, like, fucked my head up. That and the DOC and all that shit, like, that that, that shit took me to a whole nother extreme. But music, just that shit just my life. My mama used to sing, win all the talent shows at the Blue Note and all that shit. So, you know... Music just it, that shit just running my in my family for real. Okay, and uh, you already mentioned some of the uh, Peoria influences um, that inspired you. Who would you consider uh, if you had to choose anyone? Who would your like rap style resemble, if anyone? For style wise, like I don't I don't really I don't really have a style. To me, it's like what the beat demand. You know right. what I'm saying? Like when I listen to a beat, like I can. Hear J. Cole voiceover, I'm gonna write down what I think he would say. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. coming from his point of view, but basically me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I really don't. I really don't have a style, but lyrical. That's that's off the top. It, it got to be lyrical. I don't. But as far as like, I don't know. I never. I don't know. I really ain't got no style. This is just whatever with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, how do you feel about today's? version of rap where it's the mumble rappers or people who don't necessarily care about bars or care to even write their own music music is a feel good thing see what people don't realize is there's always been them type of people around you know what I'm saying yeah. back when and when rap first started and all that shit you had the uh uh, what's the what's the name? A Baba the Baba Dang a Dang. Them niggas wasn't rapping no <laughs> words, man. You know what I'm saying? That shit was some bullshit for real. Like uh, Busy B and all them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you ever watch the history of rap, you'll see that that shit always been around. You know what I'm saying? But like today, nowadays to me, I I really like that shit though. Like <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't understand it, but I really like that shit because to me, it's like it's growing. You know what I'm saying? And as far as hip hop is is a multi million dollar industry period you know what i'm saying like this is where the money at that's why everybody's trying to rap every you know what i'm saying like i don't i don't really see nothing wrong with it you know what i'm saying if if i can make something that you like but nobody else like i don't give a damn you like it you know what i'm saying like i please i I was able to please one person 
And a lot of people don't understand that, like, they they like they they were saying back in the day, a couple a couple years ago, Soldier Boy killed hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Remember that yeah. shit? To me, I, I wasn't looking at it like that because it always been that type of rap. Even when you had the Tussie Roll niggas, the 69 boys and all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, it's always been different genres of rap, but people want to just keep rap as just cold ass lyrics over a dope beat. That ain't really what rap is no more. I mean, it always been bigger than that. You know what I'm saying? It's just people just, just scared to accept it, but uh, I'm cool with it. I don't give a damn if a mumble rapper called me right now, like, let's get it. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I'm gonna get on there and mumble with his ass. Yeah, yeah and also I think uh, that's just like the best of both worlds, though. You know what I'm saying? Being able to do multiple things. Right. That, like, makes you, your longevity last longer, too. Yeah, yeah. Look at the top person in the game, Drake. This mm. man is really singing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, if you sung... They didn't look at you as no rapper, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you still had dudes like that that harmonized them. You know what I'm saying? Bone Thugs wasn't the first people to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it, it always been in the game. Like, it's crazy, man. Just, just like you would never hear nobody say that a female is the top rapper of the game. But in all actuality, every rapper that you look at as being one of the top tier, if Nicki Minaj was on a song with him, she killed him. Drake, Eminem. Wayne, Jay-Z, Ross, Kanye, every single one of them, she bodied them on the track, right or wrong? I don't know. Monster. Yeah, that, I mean, her, her. I think that song was catered for her, though. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't think Jay-Z was trying to go that hard. If you, hear this, if you hear the story about Monster, like how Kanye was getting mad at her because she wasn't wasn't being herself, like, you know what I'm saying? He, yeah. She had to do that verse like three, four times. He had to fly her out like three, four times. He recorded in uh, in Hawaii. Back then, I was locked up, so I read every interview, every, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And she was like, yeah, he flew me out three times because I wasn't doing me. That third time, she came out there with that verse, and he was like, that's who I'm looking for right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, shouts out to Safari. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know shouts out to Safari. Who knows if he had help that third time. I know one thing, he ain't writing it for himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't look at Nicki like she ain't put out no good albums. But that's because when it's when it's it's a corporate thing, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they more focused on the sales. That's why niggas like Joy Badass and and like they they content with them thirty thousand that they moving. You know what I'm saying? Because they can still do them. Believe me, if you listen to them old Nicki mixtapes, them yeah, she, she Scotty, was cold. She was cold back then because she got to go in there and do her, do what she wanted to do. But mm-hmm. now she sees shit. Let me see, starships and rockets and all that shit. That yeah, shit it's all that taking me that to number one pop stuff. I'm trying to be number one. Yeah, which, which I mean, in the game, that's what it's about. It's about winning. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It ain't really about because believe me, if they cater to just us, the shit that we want, they wouldn't yeah. be nowhere. Yeah, we don't buy music. We do. I mean, I do, but you know, yeah, a lot of black you. community, black <laughs> community you. don't buy. If music. I pulled up with a fifteen dollars CD for sale right here, and you got a five dollars CD for sale, you're yeah. gonna sell. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, or if I if it's on the internet and I got opportunity to download it, I'm just doing to listen that. to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yep. That's why the streaming and all that shit came in. They like, man, we got to find a way. We can stop this from blocking our money. Mm-hmm. So now, if you just listen to it online, they get paid for it. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, which was some smart shit. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I mean, when it all comes back down to it, it all go back to money, man. And that's why the industry is the way it is right now because it's all about money, straight up. Yeah. So what's uh, how would you describe your creative process when you get in the booth? 
Do you do you even write stuff down? You know, oh, some yeah, people say right. I don't. That shit is dumb. You know, some people say they don't, but I actually witnessed Lil Mark on his live recording, punching in, punching in, punching in. It worked for him, but he a person that tell you, I just started rapping two months ago. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Me, I don't even write in my phone, fam. I need a pen and a piece of paper, yeah. and I'm a get it in like that because that's just what I was used to. I, that freestyle and shit, I only seen one person in, in the world do that shit and that's Trey Danish. And he don't freestyle. That man to sit down on the, on the, on the and, and think and put that shit together in his head and then he go get in the booth. Look at him like, damn, yeah. how the hell you do that? I try to do that shit. I smoke too much because I forget everything I was going to say. Next thing you know, I done went Totally off of what I was doing. Now, I got. To, I need my pen, paper, the beat. I really don't even like people being around me. You know what I'm saying? But it really depends on who I'm recording with. Because if I'm in a, somebody else, you know what I'm saying, session, then I just deal with it. But if it's like, if it's a World Hustling Federation session, mm-hmm. rest in peace, Quez. We all in the we we all in the same room. We we getting it in. You know what I'm saying? But if it's just me there by myself. Oh shit! I'm, I'm that. That's what I like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's different. It, it's really how who I'm recording with or whatever. But I that punching in and going off the top shit. No, nah, I, I want you to. I want to give you something to think about. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, killed that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't I ain't with that other shit. That don't it don't fit right. Alright, you. So when you go to the studio, are you kind of like almost one take? Cause you like already. Know how you want everything to sound. See, my studio is at my crib, so. Oh yeah, so you got the luxury just to. I can yeah. do, but when when you have to go to somewhere else, I can one take, but like, I I want I'm gonna say I, for the most part, I do one take, but a lot of times, you know, it'll keep on fucking up. I say the wrong word and be like, damn, take that back. Yeah. Damn, take that back. Damn, take that back. The best person I ever seen in the booth is Dub though. Dub, he he getting that motherfucker in one take gone. So he gonna either be first or second on the song every time. Quez was one of the people that get in there and he why that's why if you ever heard a World Husband Federation mixtape, Quez is always last. Cause he gonna be in there for at least 20 <laughs> minutes. Like take it back. Take it back. Take it back. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but everybody don't have that gift to just read off the paper. And then, you know, a lot of times that's why like if you record with in like a big studio, they don't really want you reading off the paper because it sounds like you reading off the paper. You got to, right. unless you got it down, you know what I'm saying? I just need my paper in front of me just in case I can't remember what's coming up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no doubt. So uh, if you had, uh, give me three songs that you want people to hear uh, from you for, uh, for someone who hasn't heard your music before. Uh, get back to it. That's that's my favorite shit right now. That's that's what's bumping right now. Um, I had to say, off my uh, last mixtape, I just dropped a song called "Every Day" featuring me and Dub, and my intro off my last mixtape called "King." Okay, and uh, we're gonna play one of those songs at the end, whichever one you want to choose. So I'm have that plan. So, uh, how did uh, the World Hustling Federation even start? Like, just take me through that whole story in early 2000s, how that all came together. Well, back then, I was living in Dallas, you know what I'm saying? And uh, 
my homie Redbone, he had a little studio and shit, and we and we was doing some shit, and he always had his own like little click or whatever before I before he met me and shit. So we start we start we started records, but I used to always feel comfortable with them because. They always hollering about the Dallas Cowboys and 214-972. I'm from Peoria. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so I'm on the song with a hook that's saying, God damn it, uh, the Dallas Cowboys and shit. You know what I'm saying? So I used to be like, man, I really can't, I ain't fitting in with it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, I just come on my own shit. Back then I used to watch wrestling a lot. I said, man, fuck wrestling, man. That's World Hustling Federation. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that's kind of cold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And came back to the crib and shit. Uh, for the summer and ended up staying. I ended up not going back. <clears throat> I ended up meeting, um, I ended up bumping in the Shade Tree. Shade Tree had a studio out here in, in the Peoria Heights and shit when I came out there. Dollar and Dub used to be recording out there. Just so happened, these niggas stayed behind me. You know what I'm saying? They stayed on California. I stayed on New York. Met them. You know what I'm saying? We ended up recording the song and shit. Started recording and whatever. And then like a couple weeks went by, they started going out there and looking in my files and shit like, Listening to my shit, they be like, man, this nigga, man. You know what I'm saying? Because they really didn't like the beats that Shade Tree and them used to be having. And I used to be making beats on this little program I had and shit. So they called me one day. Dub called me one day. was like, hey, uh, let me get that beat. Let me get on that on that song. I had a song called The Federation. He's like, man, let me get on that. I told Shade Tree shit. If he get on it, he might as well swear himself in. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to fuck with him anyway because this little nigga was 15. This nigga was the truth. You know what I'm saying? He ended up got because at the time it was me, my little nephew, and Quez, and my homeboy um, Kenwan. He ended up dropping his uh, dropping his verse on. I heard it. I'm like, damn. Him and Dollar first cousins. So if I'm gonna take him, I got to take him anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then me and Dollar started kicking it every day, and Dubs the Dub ended up moving out of town. Well, going out of town with his dad, and when he came back, we dropped this mixtape called uh, Coming Out Hard. And the whole neighborhood, like, it was it was crazy because I'd never heard nobody bumping local rappers. You know what I'm saying? But we'd be chilling, like, standing on the block. Motherfucker ride past playing our shit. Like, damn. But, but solidified it, though. We were sitting on the porch, and Avanti's deliverer pulled up. <laughs> this motherfucker was playing our CD. We like, man, what the fuck? Like, hey, where you get that CD from? He said, oh, uh. Somebody stole my homie car and left the CD in there. So we go to the car. We looking at the CD. It's the original CD. You know what I'm saying? We pressing the button on it and everything popping up on the deck. Remember back in the day, the decks used to tell yeah. you what song it was. Yeah. This shit saying every word. I'm like, man, how the fuck this dude get this CD? That's when I realized, like, man, we bigger than what we think we is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. We went in the studio. We ended up dropping main event. We got a tour with them niggas on the south end, and that shit just took off from there. We, actually, we ain't get a tour with niggas from the south end. We got a tour with Nut over me saying King of the P in a song. That shit took off from there. But Crack DVD really what what made Peoria see us. You know what I'm saying? It gave mm -hmm. them a visual by being the first thing that they seen. Everybody latched on to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cause I know. Uh I know we did start doing DVDs here. Yeah. Cause like um, who was like uh Smack, he was doing them early, and uh French Montana was. Yeah. So yeah, I know in uh Forbes DVD, <coughs> those are the ones that I was like used to watch when I was coming up. Yeah, see, Crack DVD got a lot of niggas indicted, so you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that, it really 
Niggas was doing too much. We was trying to act like them niggas in New York, but we shouldn't have been doing. They they city too damn big. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, can do they that can shit. Hide shit. We can't do no shit like that here. Yeah. You know, we did that, and and but then what really really set the tone was the violence behind it because it started being like a hilltop versus the south end shit. When we really that really wasn't the aim because actually, Dub is from the south end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like that shit. That shit just it, it just went it just spiraled out of control for real. But you know, and in the end, you know, then too many people lose their life over it, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, but it came back to and it went back to rapping. Niggas left it at that would actually made the whole town start rapping. This was before back then, wasn't no bomb squad, wasn't no motherfucking goonies, wasn't no sick movement, none of that shit. None of this shit wasn't actually every nigga that sick movement is off California for real. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm off California. So back then them niggas was with us. You see what I'm saying? Then the Goonies came out right after that. That's when I started hearing Coop. You know what I'm saying? We used to be on MySpace. And I heard Coop on the song one time. I'm like, damn, this little nigga kind of cold. You know what I'm saying? Mm. By me being from up here, I really couldn't fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? So Montana and them, actually, that's when Montana and them actually started popping too. The Dirty Boy shit. But all that shit was around the same around the same time. But all that shit came from the Crack DVD shit. Mm. If anybody tell you anything different, they lying. Because nobody was rapping here. The only people was rapping was Shade Tree and them. P.Y., uh, Tech, Trey Danish then was rapping. But far as like like doing something where the city was fucking with him, wasn't nobody doing that shit. Yeah. So, uh, so we actually had a scene at that time. It just didn't have the coverage really. Like far as like social media, because social that's, media wasn't big yet. That's you know exactly what, what, what really... That's why it's big as it is now, right now. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. uh, that's when the Goonies dropped the, uh, damn, what was that mixtape called? Because Coop was on there dissing one of his own homies. You know what I'm saying? And he had a line on there. I'll never forget it. He said, uh, and I ain't talking about riding a bike when I pop a wheelie. I was like, damn, that was hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I wish I would have thought of that shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's when I started seeing the Goonies. They started dropping shit. And then they, they started coming with shit. Then I take it back. Zoo crew, you know what I'm saying? That te- that's when niggas from the Ville started dropping shit, and you know everybody. And then it just started coming like everybody was rapping. Like it took off. And then like 2007, I ended up catching my fair case, so I really wasn't seeing it then. Then after that, I don't know what. I, between them years, is is blank to me because yeah. the shit that I was hearing wasn't the truth, and the shit that I was seeing, the little shit that I was seeing, it really didn't excite me too much. But yeah, because I don't, I don't know. Cause for it to be as popping as it was then, right. and then to from like maybe oh seven to I want to say like two thousand eleven, it just was gone. Yeah, that's like, what everybody you know said. Uh, I mean, you you had uh earlier on you had Rio right. and with his crew what they was doing. See, Rio fucked you know with us. If you go look at my first our first video we ever dropped, pull up on the scene Rio in my video. Mm-hmm. On at the end of the, at the end of the uh, the end of the video. When we show the porch scene and everybody on the porch, Rio standing right there, like Rio fucked with us, you know what I'm saying? And then you 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 did have uh, Killer K them though, the, mm-hmm. the the white boy. They they was they was doing a lot of shit because he was recording mostly everybody's stuff, you know what I'm saying? And it was somebody else. Oh, El Thugger, shit, El Thugger been around since then. El Thugger was actually rapping back then. Well, he he was really into the beats. That's when they was making the beats on the PlayStation and all that shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> We had some of the biggest, our biggest songs on that damn PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, I, I, ne- I never knew, like, I never understood, like, why it just, 
Was it not cool to rap no more? I don't know, like, what happened to everybody? Uh, I just think we was the inspiration, you know what I'm saying? And then, yeah. like, the inspiration was gone. So, even, like, with my guys, like, Dub fell off for a minute. Then, you know, Lil Albert got killed. And a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that, you know what I'm saying, people was doing had to get put on hold, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it, it, it's a, it was a lot of stuff, like, it, people was just going through it for between them years. Actually, that time... Man, actually, 2011 Peoria was all right because I was in peaking then in, 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 the, in the Fed joint, and I used to be listening to the 90.7 radio. What is it, 90.7? Uh, yeah, when yeah, uh, yeah. Lavish and them was yeah, on it. Yeah. I used to be they listening used to, to do that. little interviews and stuff. That's the only thing that I used to that that I was getting from Peoria, and I used to hear Jack D on there, uh, BFC. You know what I'm saying? I I was I was hearing people, but it wasn't. But from my understanding. The city wasn't as a whole like how it is now, where you got everybody rapping. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was still moving. It just it probably just wasn't as big as it could have been. Yeah, like I, I wish I was doing this back then, like now, oh, like yeah. what I do now back then. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You, you, I, be, you be charging arm and leg now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you yep. pay five hundred for it. I wish I was around for that. But um, so you you uh you do your time, you come home. What was your first thoughts when you start to see everyone in Peoria rapping and the sound of the city? See, I already knew what was happening. I just wanted my guys to come home. Like, right. when I, it's the crazy part, that's how I know it's God, man. That's how I know God did all this for me. I, that, that Friday before I came home, I didn't even know I was getting out. I had filed a motion and didn't know that it was, you know what I'm saying? I didn't even know if the lawyer had put it in or none of that shit. Yeah. But this was like, I had filed a motion like months before, so I'm not even thinking about this shit. I'm just back in bit mode doing me, you know what I'm saying? So that Monday, they called my name to come to my counselor office, and I'm like, what the hell he want? I come down there, that woman said, hey, you need to find your address. First thing I think, my grandma died or something, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, mm -hmm. damn, what the fuck? Why I got to change my address? He's like, shit, they just sent me a letter that says, you, you uh, got uh, time service, Let me the thing. I looked at it. I just start crying, dog. Like I'm like, damn, what the fuck? I'm looking at it, trying not to trying not to let these niggas see me crying. I'm like, fuck that. All right, sign the paper, all that shit. I'm gone. When I get to the bus station, my man's come pick me up from there because I, I was in Dallas at the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm basically from there too. My man bring me a phone. Soon as I get on the phone, I'm calling like, man, where Dub them at? Like I don't even know Dub locked up. His sister tell me shit. Dub get out tomorrow. Damn, like, it's all what? coincidence. I'm like, okay, so by the time I make it home, it'll be tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm yeah. riding the bus. Dollar's still in jail, so all I'm thinking about is, damn, I need to get me a computer. I need to get, like, yeah. all I'm thinking about is a studio. But shit, I ended up going to the studio that night in Dallas and dropped like three songs with my homie and shit. Shit, I fell back in it. I get back to the town, shit. All I'm, I, now I'm like, damn, who the hell is that? He rapped too? Who the hell is he? And, you know, Coming from jail, you people that that was twelve when you went to jail, you still see them as twelve in your mind if you ain't yeah. seen them. So you see this nigga, he big as hell, like damn, that's such and such. Like damn, that nigga grown as hell now. You know what I'm saying? So it was like a culture shock seeing everybody and all the niggas that was rapping and then like you know a bunch of me. The night I came home, I went straight to the club. I, ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I come to the club, niggas walking up to me, what's up? I'm like, what's up? Who the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> like oh that's such a you remember you used to like, man, 
I don't know that nigga, man. Niggas hugging me. I don't. I'm hugging them back. What's up, fam? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know yeah. nobody. But you know what I'm saying? It, it, when I started seeing who it was, then I seen. Uh, I ran into Bam. He was finna, He was about to drop his shit. That Mickey me. Okay. And I'm like, damn. Like that shit hard right there. You know what I'm saying? Like went down there, and shot the video with him, and everything. Like you know, I came home on some super support shit. Like. I was down with the town. I'm not on that South End Hill type shit. None of that shit. I'm, if you look when I came home, I was in every video. Bam drop. Bam from the tab. When I went to when I went to jail, we was beefing with the tab. You know what I'm saying? I was just doing that to show like this is what I'm on. I ain't on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit. After a while, you know what I'm saying? Everybody started fucking around and there it go. I ain't, I mean I ain't never did no music with Bam or Coop or none of that shit. But I'm, I definitely support that shit. I, I like what they doing. Coop and them just won a contest last night too. Matter of fact. I was watching the live. Yeah, in Atlanta. Yeah. yeah, that's what's up. So, so how how do you would you compare the early PR music scene to the current one we have right now? It's oversaturated now. That's what I'm saying. It's oversaturated because it's. I mean, because everybody thinks they can rap. The thing is, people are not perfecting their craft before they put the shit out. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, little Spenzo, Kenzo, son. Yeah. He cold as fuck. Uh, follow up. Yeah. He cold as fuck, man. He remind me of me when I was his age. You know what I'm saying? Like, he cold as fuck. Whatever team he on, nobody shouldn't be focusing on nothing but him. You see what I'm saying? Just like right now, you finna see the whole sick movie, all right, Smooth did his thing and and got it popping and got everybody popping. Now you finna see the whole focus focus on Doug because they know he's the meal ticket. You see what I'm saying? Like, he's the one that the rapper's gonna respect. The street nigga. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. everybody's going like like try to put the focus on him and push what he's trying to do. That's how you get on. You can't get on focusing on 10 niggas. Man. You know what I'm saying? Like if you look at anybody that ever came up in the game, it was always them. And then they went back and got their homies. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Smooth, smooth put on, but, you know, it, it didn't happen the way it should have happened. So now, okay, we're going to go to the next one. and do Like that's, that's how people supposed to be looking at the game, but... Everybody just focusing on shit. I want to stun. I want to be on a, in the video. I want to rap. I want to stand out there. I want to do. Well, you got to go to. You got to get. If 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 you was putting, if we was racing cars, you wouldn't go pick one of your worst cars to race against my best car, right? Yeah. So you gonna go get the best car you got, and it's the one we racing today. You know what I'm saying? That's how they gotta look at everything with with this music shit. You gotta put the best forward and push that. You see what I'm saying? Smooth mm-hmm. did this motherfucking thing like. I was surprised. I, I didn't know Smooth before I went to jail. You got to think. I went to jail seven, well, I went to jail 2007, 10 years ago. Smooth probably was 12 or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. know how old he is, but he was young as hell, so I wouldn't have knew him anyway. You know what I'm saying? But for the shit that he just did, he actually shook the town. He the one fuck Peoria up for real. He really want to know. <laughs> I'm saying that Smooth, you fuck Peoria up. You made everybody think they can rap. Straight up. Everybody, like, it's just crazy, but People just gotta polish some skills up, but I still respect it though. I, I still like, the, I still fuck with the scene. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I got a couple niggas that's my favorites that I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I actually get up every day and put their shit on and listen to it while I'm cleaning up and shit like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But people just gotta polish some skills up, man. Yeah, I definitely think it's too many rappers. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, um, we got to cut off. We're only doing 110. Artists for the top ten qualifying. Right. We get we got over three hundred rappers here. See what I'm saying? And that I that I like personally know have dropped some music. But see, it's that's the difference between people. dropping and putting out. That's another thing that's different. 
with the music scene because you can put anything on the internet. That's not really mm-hmm. putting no project out. You know what I'm saying? Just because you went on SoundCloud and put 20 songs on that motherfucker, that's not putting no project out. That's not... I'm not accepting that as you got a project out. Like, I seen uh, when you and Hamer had the conversation on the other day. Yeah. Hamer is my man. I like Hamer. A lot of people don't like Hamer. They don't like Hamer because of Hamer. Not because of his music. They won't even get a music a chance. They just don't like him. Right. Me, him, and Dub got some shit so hot right now. We never put it out. Because... It's not, how you put it, it's not about just putting music out. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to have a platform for that shit. That's why I'm taking that. I ain't going to say I'm taking long, but that's why I waited so long before I came back with my next mixtape. When I first came home, I had to put a mixtape out. That's what everybody was waiting on to see what I was going to do. So when I when I did it now, it's been, I put my shit out last, well, 2015, September. I waited a whole year until, you know what I'm saying, to... Make sure I'm doing everything right. It's it's the business side, man. You got to make sure you make some money off this shit. I'm not putting shit out for free no more. Fuck that. Yeah. And I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been, I be trying to talk to dudes and shit. I just was hollering at Bam last night, matter of fact, and gave him the game. And I, I, I found some shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it ain't for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else going to have to get it on their own. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell my people about it. But, yeah, man, it's just, this shit ain't really, I don't know, man. It, it's... To me, that's just not putting a project out just because you put put a million songs on SoundCloud. And then, mm. like, I really think people need to start having, like, not release parties, but more like listening parties. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. You can, so you can come in and let us come in and critique your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, of course, everybody don't know what they talking about. But shit, if everybody's saying the same thing, it got to be right. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'll be looking for. Like, I don't mind going to uh, listening parties and right. giving my opinion in advance. Because some people just wait till top 10 time, then they be shocked. Yeah. And I'm like, you could have been, I could have been told you this, how I felt. I, I think that, like, the marketing side is what we lack right now. Because they don't understand yeah, it. Yeah, they don't know nothing about that That's side. what I just spent them last seven years when I was in prison. Yeah. That's what I focused on. How to market this shit. How to, how to make some money off of it. Period. Yeah. Like how to get this shit out there and make this money off of because there's plenty of ways of it. and like a lot of people don't even know. They were so geeked up. I be seeing bitches making posts. Oh, I just was listening to Montana 300 um, Pandora Station. Bitch, anybody can have a Pandora Station. That shit don't mean nothing. They just don't know how to do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The only thing like with Montana them, he got people handling his business for him. If you believe that he's doing that shit himself, you, you crazy, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He got a good ass manager, and he got people that's behind him that's, that's willing. You know what I'm saying? To spend that money, man. That's these niggas would rather go buy the Jordans instead of you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's a thing on on the um on the book right now. Press up called uh Rolling ENT. They press up two hundred CDs, uh, hundred CDs for sixty five dollars. What was I don't want no CDs. Why wouldn't you? You can tell me your link all day. I'm not going on there to get Fact. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get That's that shit. That's why I always tell people, like, like you go to South by South or something, hand out CDs or USBs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people put it in their laptops or some shit. How these niggas ain't never even heard of South by Southwest. True. They don't that know is, the AC3 or none of that true. shit. They, they don't know nothing about none of the conferences. None of that. That's the problem right there. That's why I, I feel like it need to be some shit like... Like how you got DJ Drama them in Atlanta, where when you want to break an artist, you take them through Drama, huh? We need somebody like that here. 
Yeah. Because niggas ain't gonna do the footwork they sell because they don't know how to do it. I don't think niggas is lazy. I just think they don't know how to do it. Just like like uh, King Phoenix them. If it wasn't for y'all, I'd never heard of them. I swear to mm. God, never heard of them. I never. What is it? What's the group? GBZ. Yeah, like I never heard of that shit. Yeah. I I, I seen them on the book. I seen him on the book, and I seen uh, Shay on the book. But far as like they click and all that, I never heard of that shit. That's because it's not enough promotion behind it. He got the bars. She yeah. got the bars. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't I don't understand what's going on, man. People ain't yeah. they ain't promoting themselves good enough. Yeah, I think it's everything else. Like, but like you said earlier, how it was everybody put everything into one rapper and then everybody came. That's what we don't have. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody just wanna rap. Everybody homies. Yeah, everybody wants to shine. Yeah, and ain't nobody helping nobody really right. that way. Right. Yeah, but I mean, like, besides, like, what I'm trying to do. Like, I'll be putting on, trying to talk about people nobody ever heard of. This is a hell of a platform, though. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. actually, you really, like, fuck people's heads up. You know what I'm saying? When you did that top 10, you put the fire behind a lot of niggas' ass. Like, a lot of these niggas wasn't recording. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, man, fuck that. I'm better than such and such. Yeah, he make the top 10. I never even heard of him before. But what they don't understand is that's your top 10. That don't mean yeah. it's the top 10 of the world. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the only reason I felt even, like, <clears throat> I just, I ain't going to say I was mad about it. I felt offended. Like, how the fuck all these niggas top 10, but I never heard of nine of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like with, uh, with the first one? Yeah, yeah like, that. Yeah, that's yeah. what the thing was with me. I didn't, like, I really don't care about nobody's opinion about, you know what I'm saying, about who the best or all that shit. Because like I told them, well, let's have a cypher then. Every time I say that, they shut up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, I, we've been trying to do cyphers, man. You Some, not, a couple people didn't call me about, like, me covering the cypher. I don't know. I ain't no host. But I don't know what they wanted me to do, be a part of it. It just never happens. I don't know. Man, you know how many times we done sat up and set up. Me and Mike, Mike, uh, yeah. right now, we done yeah. set up. We going to do this. We going to do it. It never fall. It never comes because... A lot of times, niggas don't really want to do it. Like, nah, fuck that shit, because they already think I'm better than dude, so why the hell I'm going to get in the cypher and let him show that he really is better than me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like I don't, I don't want to care about that shit. These niggas, my kids to me, I like yeah. it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for real, for real. That's why I like did Kojak's Corner, because right. like maybe that's an easier way to make people more comfortable with right. doing cyphers, just to show that mugs can actually rap. See, a lot of these dudes, though, they need to learn the history of of, of of this shit, you know what I'm saying? Not even just Peoria music. Like, if you can't tell me a LL Cool J song, man, I don't want to talk to you about rap, man. That's like you don't know nothing about it. You see what I'm saying? Even yeah. though I don't listen to no fucking LL Cool J, but I still can tell you a song, just like I can tell you a little Uzi Vert song. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's just it's just history of it. You know what I'm saying? Like basketball players, they don't just start hooping and don't know who. Uh, Frazier is and you know what I'm saying like they yeah. they they learn the history of the shit you know what I'm saying like these but these dudes nowadays they don't respect history anyway they they think once you got them at 29 you old the motherfucker they don't you then fuck your old ass you know what I'm saying that's how yeah. they look at it so yeah I mean I, I I try to study as much history as I can just so like when I do do podcasts and shit like that you know right. what I'm saying I know what I'm talking about right especially and then especially like. The local artists, because when I do do a top 10 and people, you know, question the list and stuff, I got to have my arguments and stuff. Right. But we don't even agree on everybody. 
That wasn't I like that wasn't agree. my that wasn't my personal top ten. You never agree. You know what I'm saying? I actually got out. That nigga Vontae, ain't that his name? Yeah, yeah he was supposed he was supposed to be here. I'm looking for that. nigga. He was supposed to be here. I'm looking for that nigga. That nigga. He he the one. Nobody like him. That nigga said. They said, Chrome. That nigga said, Nope. I got a diss record for his ass too. Yeah, he he the one. He the one. Everybody looking for, especially for this next top ten, um, in December. And I was gonna do a uh, June one, but it ain't looking good, bro. Yeah, I seen you just went and snapped out. The other yeah, day. I, I just was, I just got, I don't, I don't know, I just every now and then I had that moment <laughs> where, where I gotta just take a step back from this Fiori shit, right? Because it just, this should just be frustrating because I, I feel like last year, the end of the year, we had so much momentum, everybody was doing good shit, even if they made the top ten or not, right? And then this to start this year, just everybody just dropped out. That's because it was hot at the time. Mm-hmm. Now you now you start seeing the real from the fake. Like who really want this shit and who really don't. Right. Like when you were saying about the passport Lewis dude, I really didn't believe that nigga was from Peoria. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I had to go look him up and you know what I'm saying, look at some shit like this nigga really is from Peoria. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I never heard of this nigga ever. You know what I'm saying? But do I think he top ten he made the top ten because of music? Nah, I think it's because, I think it was more because of the moves he made because he was on sway, you know he you know what I'm saying he he been overseas touring and all that shit. I don't think it was because his music because when I get to listen to his music, I was like, nah, that don't sound like Peoria to me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he got more of a East Coast uh, uh, vibe, and Peoria ain't never really been East Coast. Like you know what I'm saying? We more of a melting pot. You know what I'm saying? Like. Peoria niggas gonna pick a down south beat because they think it's gonna play in the club. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that's where a lot of people go wrong at anyway, because fuck the club. You know what I'm saying? Every music is not made for the club, and the music that 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 you make for the club really don't fit in the club. Take him, yeah. J. Cole. No. I don't wanna sit no. in the club and hear J. Cole no. kicking all these cold ass rhymes. No. Man, I want to hear motherfuckers just scream some shit and yeah, just. You want to hear future? Or yeah, you know what I'm saying. Just go crazy, but would he be in my top ten as a rapper? Hell yeah, because that nigga cold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then you got a nigga like Future, make all the club hits in the world, all this beats bang and all the, the hooks cold, and I don't know what the hell he be saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not top ten, but he top ten in the club. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, Andy oh. in the city where that's the culture. Right. You know, the club culture, that's Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So he just catered to what he what he knows for the most part. Turn our youth into dope fiends. Molly Perkins said. <laughs> so how do how do you uh feel the city's go- going for the last seven months as far as how do you think everybody's gonna turn out come December? When it come time to do the top ten, if Coop drop a solo mixtape, what's the other dude from the Goonies? Smooth, Jay, smooth. Yeah. He drop a solo mixtape. Bam drop. Dub shit drop. Me. King Phoenix. I'm gonna say Shay Reloaded. She it, it's about time for her to come too. If you get them mixtapes. Oh, we doing good. If we get another, what's my man's name? My man, I, I want to go to the studio and just, just slow him down. He he works too hard, for real. GC Sam, that's his name? Yeah. Him, 
He got too many songs. He sound like yeah. I want your opinion on some artists. You the OG. He sound like Smokey, right? Okay. But he got his own flavor, which is cool. But I just think he put out too much material, and you don't be able to soak it up. Like yeah, nothing can stick. Like yeah, like it ain't because you hearing this from me. Like okay, it's like buying a CD with thirty songs on it. You want to see what the hell the rest on it instead. I think he need to take his projects and break it down to twelve songs. Don't like that. Yeah. Let it sit out for three, four months. If it don't do what he want to do, then you know what I'm saying. But to me, he he he. I, you can't say he making too much music, but he making too much of the same music. He got to change his environment when he record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if if he recording in Peoria or, or Bloomington or Chicago, start going to the West Coast somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna change your whole vibe and your sound and all that. But overall, I like his work ethic though. He he yeah. he pretty dope for and real. That's one of the things. That I told Hammer was like, all right, you gave me 22 songs. Maybe 15 would have been better so I could try to get to get to the music. Even though I'm not a fan of auto-tune, that much auto-tune Tell you something about Hammer. Hammer really is like the T-Pain of Peoria. Yeah, he's been using that since Aquafina days. His hooks are A1. Yeah. Hammer's problem is he raps like a mosquito. Like... You know how if a mosquito in here, that motherfucker see me and chase me, then yeah. chase you, then chase. That's but this this what I'm telling you is the same shit I tell him. He don't have no he don't he don't just stay with what he talking about, and he'll just say anything, just cause it rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before overall, he make dope music. I just think he make too many goddamn songs. Like I'm never putting a scene from now on. Every mixtape I put out got ten songs on it. I don't give a damn. They don't like it or not. It's going to be 10 songs because 20-something songs on a mixtape is too much. Of one person? Yeah. Oh, no. That's, that's a lot much. of free music. That's too much. Yeah. And because you may get a different vibe of it. You know what I'm saying? There's Later not 20 on. subjects in your life that you can talk yeah, about. Yeah. So that means you're going to be keep being repetitive. That's what I was saying about... Did I say GC Sam? Yeah. I meant Crucians. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. That's, that's what I meant. GC Sam shit hard. I was just listening to him on on uh um what's it called? They they shit decent, but Crucians he put out so many songs, but it all sound like he talking about the same thing. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. not not taking away from the creativity and the music. It's just like you ain't giving me nothing different. Basically, you know what I'm saying? And same shit with Hammer. To me, Hammer is like Hammer just got too many songs. It's the same thing when you listen to it. But Hammer dope on the hooks, though. I definitely like his hooks. And he got he got some bars. I fuck with Hammer shit. Yeah. Hammer got a song on his new mixtape called Tropicana Boulevard. I think I, I'm the one that put all them damn views on it. That shit hard. That shit is hard as hell to me. I love that song. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But he just, I think he oversaturated. Do you think uh, like artists that do put out a lot of material constantly, do you think they even believe in their music to push it. Like, if you drop a mixtape tomorrow, then next week you coming back with a, a new single, do you, you ain't even give your mixtape a chance. That's because I, I just think they don't understand it. Like, if, if you really, if you really, like, study the game, you'll see how long a single rise before it yeah, actually... 16 even, weeks. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And just like what uh, Fetty Wap said, man, I've been pushing... Trap, uh, trap queen for the last year now. You know what I'm saying? They finally picked up. I just think dudes need to fuck the mixtape beats 
and all that shit. Buy you some beats yourself. Original, original music. shit, yeah. and push your music. Yeah. Find you a, a producer who you click with and make your own sound. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's that's the thing with a lot of people in Peoria. They don't have their own sound. Like when you hear them, the first thing you think like, like that. That sound like a when when somebody say that shit that automatically eliminates the song for me. Man, that mm-hmm. sound like such and such shit. That's a, oh, he trying to sound like it went out. I don't even like it no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even with me, if we sit in the studio and somebody's like, damn, that sound like that money bag beat. Uh, go to the next one. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, I'm not money bag. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to be compared to nobody. Not You know what I'm saying? Let me put my shit out first. Then you start all the comparisons and all that shit. But in, in the process of making it and you, you already hear somebody else, nah. Yeah, and that's why one of the things for the top 10 is original music. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying. I'm trying to show people, hey, you doing a your mixtape song or you doing a cover to mask off is not gonna get on the radio. Right. Or it's not going you can't even put that on your album. It, or if you do get signed or something. You can now. You're you gonna have to pay. Yeah. Oh, say you say, say you pay. say you blow up off of uh, mask off and you try to put that on your album. Oh, you can see you can do it as a cover song. That's what that's what a lot of people don't understand. You can do it as a cover. Yeah. And but you still have to pay. Yeah, it's like if you try to sell it. Yeah, if yeah. you try to sell it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, but to me, the problem with Peoria is not only the originality. It's the fact that a lot of these dudes can't think for themselves. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when they when they do get in there, if they homies like this, like that, they trying to cater to them. That's the wrong person to be catering to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would, when I do my music, you know what I'm saying? I got six kids, so... That's who I let, let listen to my music, and I see how they react off of it. You know what I'm saying? If my kid, like my my youngest son, oh, if he like it, oh, that's a go. Yeah. <laughs> he like all the hot shit that's on the radio. Like, if he start, if I be hearing him sing, I'm like, damn, that song, I'm going to do a video to that one. Because he fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But a lot of people don't know, like, the, the where they aiming at with the music. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, everything that you see on TV is aimed at people from 12... To 25. They ain't got shit to do with nobody else. Everybody else that pick up, they just, okay, if you pick it up, you pick it up. But only white people and kids buy music. Yeah. And girls. So that's what most of the shit is aimed at. That's why you hear a lot of love shit and all that. You know what I'm saying? But if they got to find out who their crowd is. That's one thing I like about SoundCloud. It show you what city you, you yeah. popping in if the you, most. If you and pay you, for it. These, a lot of these dudes don't even want to pay for it. That's dumb. Yeah. $20? <laughs> Oh, that's dumb. I pay for that just to see where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? And also think like everybody, they don't have that one person in their crew that's like, hey, this shit trash. Don't put this shit out. Oh, no. Everybody you know got saying? a yes man. Yeah. And I think that's, I think everybody gets sent off like that, man. I think it's a lot of sending off that goes on when these dudes is in studio sessions because nobody wants to just be like, hey, you can't put this song out. This shit going to be trash. The quality ain't even there. And that's another thing. Peoria been stepping it up far as quality wise because a lot of people been recording with Jeezy. Yeah. But other than that, like, Can, I just want a video from Jeezy. Jeezy got a lot of music too. Yes, he has a lot of music, no videos. Got a lot of music too. So you, you can't put a face to the music. I think that's all he that's all he missing is just is once you once he get videos out here with this music. I don't know his situation like he might not have time to do it or not, but. I think he just needs some videos. He, he definitely needs videos, but he got a lot. He got a lot of music 
and it's original. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like everything shit he that do. He making yeah. beats too and all. Like I I didn't realize that, you know what I'm saying, at first until, you know, after the the uh Montana just they dropped or whatever. I was like, damn, I got to going through his shit. I'm like, damn, all this shit he made this shit itself. Like yeah. he, he he dope though. I fuck with him. And he one of the best engineers in the city. Yeah. Well I he do I think he recorded over half the city, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And I think Bands record with him. Sick record with him. Who else I said? It's them. Everybody record with him for real. Zoo Crew. Yeah. It's just uh, how how you feel about uh, uh the city's like showcases and like trying to put on shows. How you think those is ran? We don't got enough support. Right. Like everybody look at it as a, as a talent show. Now let let them say one thing about it. Let them say smooth or coop performing at that motherfucker. Everybody gonna come. But if they say, goddamn it, it's just me and Hamer, oh, ain't nobody coming. Yeah, ain't nobody coming because we ain't clouded up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Peoria is a is a city that live off clout. You know what I'm saying? Like if you if your name popping in the streets, you know what I'm saying, and you super clouded up. Like, I could took the easy way out. I could be sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fuck that. I put sick on all my shit. Like, they're my niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? KP like my little brother. You know what I'm saying? Quez is, was World Hustling Federation. You know what I'm saying? Like, these niggas is like my brother. So I could be like, fuck it. I'm putting sick on everything I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, to, just to come off them. But that shit ain't, that ain't where it's at, man. You got to do, you got to be able to build your name up like how they did. You know what I'm saying? The shit was the, the way the way I see it with Peoria, niggas would rather hate than be like, fuck it, I'm finna ride with them. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm finna go down and check these They said such and such before. Let me go see what he's doing. I done seen some of the events that they had and really it ain't that the people that's throwing the event doing it wrong. It's the city. Yeah, because I actually I actually be going. I actually go there. Even like with the battle rap shit. Man, yeah. them battles with the battles, actually, they shit is picking up. It look, it's, it's looking like it's building momentum now because people starting to come out. But that shit is kind of dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? We If we don't support nothing, we'll never have nothing anyway. If you don't support it, we'll never have nothing anyway because nobody wants to waste their money. We spend two fifty renting this bar out and then we don't even make $100 back? Nah, that shit ain't going to work. Then niggas got to start charging more and all that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. We just, it's just people got to go to other cities and see what they doing. And like pick up off of it and bring it here. Like that shit with Coop them just did last night. If they would have had that here, nigga said, I ain't getting no talent show. I don't need no fucking money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They giving away a thousand dollars. I don't give a fuck what I got. A thousand is enough. I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But well, we take we incorporate what other cities are doing and just bring it here. You know what I'm saying? And try to try to do something that way. Yeah. Just See, to I, get people I involved. Lot, I do a lot of networking with like with, with the social media like a lot of times like I be on there you see me on there talking shit and kicking it and whatever but majority of the time I be inboxing and talking to yeah, you know that's what I'm saying I be on a Twitter lot of motherfuckers that, like I it's some little it's some niggas out of Dallas right now that's popping so hard that they don't even know what they doing they call me for advice you know what I'm saying and if they if, if they only knew <laughs> you know what I'm saying like mm. we ain't really got shit here you know what I'm saying but these niggas they 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 call the whole Illinois Chirac. So they man, we want to come up there. We want to do a show up there. We want to do something there. We want to come there. And I'm mm-hmm. telling them like man, a lot of people want to come here. 
I don't know why. I don't know because when I talk to people, it, like a lot of people hit me on Instagram and Twitter and see what I'm doing, they just be like, "I, I wish we had this shit there." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> where, where they where they from? Yeah, because then you'll be able to make some money off of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got a dude out of Sydney, Australia. Man, this nigga be sending me beats. He he he, a techno DJ. He only 15 though. Yeah. This little motherfucker so cold with that shit. Like he he made me. I, I got one song that we put out, but. He was the first person to put me on iTunes and all that shit. He the one showed me that, like, man, you can you can just do this shit yourself. Yeah, you don't I'm need like, nobody to get on like, iTunes. Damn, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So now that's when I started checking into all the other shit. Found the Pandora, the Google Play, and all that shit. He he showed me that shit. You know what I'm saying? But he 15 years old doing this shit out of his bedroom. He clicked with me off Periscope. You ever been on Periscope? Yeah. I fuck with Periscope just on there just rapping one day. I met him and I met a producer out of Atlanta, Bredo Santana. That's who produced the uh the uh shit majority of the the this say your grace mixtape for real. He got he got like seven beats on it. But they reached out to me. Talking about, he's like, man, can I send you some beats? Here, every nigga wanna charge you for everything. You see what I'm saying? I understand that it's a hustle. But this is what I'm saying as far as producers. When somebody when 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 you heard Exhibit had a Dr. Drake beat. You didn't give a fuck about Exhibit. You wanted to hear that Dr. Dre beat. That beat, Dr. Dre's name sold you that song. You see what I'm saying? They don't understand that shit here. They say shit like, nah, hell nah. Uh, Like like, like how basically like they name popping so hard that you can say, man, I got a motherfucking uh, 900. I, I got a 900 beat. That shit don't mean nothing to nobody because he's not... A big producer like that. So you can't charge me no $200 for no damn beat. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Not knocking 900. 900 a cool dude. He done sent me some shit too. But I'm just saying like these dudes need to stop always looking at everything as the come up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like y'all be rapping about money and this and this and that. Yeah, I got a family too, motherfucker. I got to yeah. take care of him too. <laughs> yeah, and I do too. Okay, well, that's this is what where it comes into a compromise. Check this out. Let's try to put this motherfucker on here and we both pushing and make some money off of it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But they don't look at it like that. Everybody wants it right now. We want it right now. I want my money right now. Okay? So from now on, if I buy a beat from somebody for $50, I'm not putting your name on it. You're not putting your tag on it or none of that shit. You see what I'm saying? Because in all actuality, I'm helping you out. Yeah. But they don't look at that shit like that. They, A lot of these dudes really need to study the game, man. They don't, they don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? I see 900 on the book every other week. Mad about people not buying beats and start talking shit about the artists in Peoria. What would make me want to work with you after that? And you just sat up here and said, Man, y'all niggas from Peoria ain't no shit. Y'all don't buy shit. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't even want to fuck with you now if you say some shit like that. Me, I know what he's going through, so I holler. I'm like, Man, chill out. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. no, man, these niggas be always. I told nigga, Give me, okay, give me $10 for a beat. Maybe he don't got $10 to give you right now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, but. People don't understand, man. We all starting at the bottom. We trying to come up together. Stop always trying to hit everybody in the head for everything that you do. Studio session. Oh, I heard Jeezy on that. Jeezy on that bitch said, God damn it. Don't ask me to do no song with you and think you're going to record in my studio for free. You charging everybody else? $20. That ain't nothing. Yeah. If a nigga can't pay $20, then... He don't got it, but he got skills. He can rap. Fuck it, nigga. All right, we can do a song, but it's my song. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
you gotta compromise sometimes. You can't hit. You can't charge everybody for everything. I I don't think I ever charged. I think I charged probably like three, four times a nigga to record at my house, and that's just because that's what they wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm I'm. I guess I'm just pro Peoria or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's what took me so long. I I waited till I'm ninety episodes in. I mean that's to to do anything just to try to build some type of respect and views and stuff. Look at your views though. Yeah. It's a difference. Ten thousand or better. Hell yeah, you can charge somebody. Ten, fifteen. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> man. You ain't charge. I'm not. Man, come on. Yeah. Man, your name don't hold no. You know what I'm saying? I'm not dissing them. I'm just saying your name don't hold enough weight to where they see your name like shit. That's 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 900 click. That's Jeezy. That's that's such and such. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they instantly click on yeah, it. like that's, a polo. That's what you. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, polo. He he. Oh, I'm about to unfriend his ass. <laughs> Boy, he talks so much shit on Facebook. But you know he got the right to do it. I mean he 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 there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just think he needs to show a little more love though. Okay. He there though, but I I think he. He need to show a little more love because, I mean, like I said, dudes here don't know how to push. They don't know. If I if I give you, if I was a producer and we make a, and we make a song, whatever, I give you a beat, sell you a beat or whatever, I'm going to show you the same way I'm pushing my shit to help the song because, shit, my name's still on it. A lot of these niggas will buy a polo boy beat and that bitch just be on the CD. They ain't shooting no video for it. They ain't putting, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you what was the use of getting the polo? You could have got a beat from JJ from down the street. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it don't make no sense. I think all that shit should come together. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to buy something from you, you got to help me promote this shit. You got to help me do this. Not just no share it on your motherfucking timeline. That ain't how you promote. Yeah, a lot of people think Facebook is just a promotion thing, that too. That shit ain't nothing. That ain't even... That's not... That's how. not even a half. Because yeah. you got 5,000 friends and 4,000 of them don't even see that shit in your timeline. In their timeline. Or even or even care. Yeah. Look right past that motherfuckers. <coughs> yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. So uh where my notes go? Alright, so uh what do you what's your uh ideal situation as far as far as if a label comes to you, what what would you like what would you want the deal to pertain for you to even sign to somebody? I gotta have a label deal. Cause I gotta come back and get my people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like no matter what. I don't give a fuck if you see Dub with sick movement tattooed on his eyeballs. That nigga still World Husband Federation. And no matter, that's my little brother. No matter what, I'm always coming back to get him. You know what I'm saying? Him, Dollar. I wish Quez was here, but you know what I'm saying? My team, we gonna, we, we always going to make music together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I always got to come back and get them. By me coming back to get them, I mean he going to come back and get them. And them coming back, they going to come back and get them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a trickle down effect. I, I I just look out for the city though. That's my whole thing. I wish we could have a three oh nine records and every motherfucker rapper here was signed. Yeah. Whether it's like a distribution It'd or be they dope. Help promote. Yeah, something like that. But you know, everybody wanna be number one. <laughs> and me doing a top ten don't help. But like <laughs> so, like people be getting mad, like I be feeling like damn, I am like not not dividing the city. But it's like if Double XL came here right now, it's like we doing a top ten Peoria. Everybody jump up and down for that shit. But when Peoria's own tries to do something like that, it's an issue. I just can't. I just can't make no magazine. The thing That's the way about, I think. The thing about it, period, is rap is competition. So if mm-hmm. a nigga try to act like they ain't in competition with each other, they fronting. I'm gonna keep it one hundred with you. I'm in competition with all them niggas. When I when I go on the booth to record, I'm thinking about how I'm finna kill that song. Such and such just dropped. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Like, 
I'm in competition with him. I don't give a damn about nothing else but being number one. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like, I want to be known as, like I, like I tell people all the time, man, like they don't respect me right now because I'm alive. But I promise you, when I die, remember this. When I die, niggas going to be talking about, man, Chrome was the coldest nigga from Peoria for real. That nigga used to be saying this. And then when you get to going back and listen to all that shit, all them lines that you thought such and such said was so cold. If a nigga on the song with me and he got a line that you like, nine times out of ten, I gave it to him. I promise you, I swear. Listen, I, and this goes for any of my guys that ever recorded with me from Dub, Quiz, Dollar, uh, Gritty, Acker, any of, any of them niggas that ever recorded with me, when they got stuck, I gave them a line, and that was a line that everybody knew. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I ain't taking nothing from them. I'm just saying it, but it's true. Okay. So, uh, my last question is uh, like, what, what keeps you going? You know what I'm saying? Uh, as far as making music. And trying to get get to that point where you are uh, satisfied with your career. I love this shit though. I probably always record. I'm fuck. I'm fifty six. Yeah. I love this shit. I, I like music. I like hearing me. You know what I'm saying. I like being creative. You know what I'm saying. I like making beats. I like. I just love music. Period. You know what I'm saying. This shit is like my first girlfriend. I never mm-hmm. forget. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I this shit and this what I do for real. This ain't no. You know what I'm saying. I was a. I was a. Part-time drug dealer back then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was on this music shit. That's what I was doing for real. I was doing that to fuel this, you know what I'm saying? But ain't this shit ain't gonna never stop for me. Some way or another, I'm gonna be doing something with music for the rest of my life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Industry-wise, all that shit. Like, I don't even fuck if it's a job, an A&R job. I'm still gonna be doing something with this music. That's just that's just what I do. All right. So uh, you could go ahead and uh, plug all your info. Uh, let them know when the mixtape is dropping too. June twenty fifth, day before I, my birthday. I was trying to yeah. save it for Quiz for Quiz birthday. You know what I'm saying? Cause I got the turn up for Quiz song on there, but I was like, I know it's gonna be so much shit going on. It's gonna be too hard to just be out there on some promoter mixtape shit. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? But just be looking for me July third. I'm definitely gonna be out. But June twenty fifth for the uh, Say Your Grace. Then I got the uh, quickly working at his own mixtape coming. After that, I got to So Close to Greatness, and they all dropping on the same day. It's going to be, you know what I'm saying? I'm dropping three mixtapes at one time just to mm-hmm. give, put it out there. But I'm not putting them all on the same platform, so you won't see me oversaturating the market. And they all got 10 songs on them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. King Chrome on SoundCloud. World Hustler Federation on SoundCloud. Uh, shit, King Chrome on Twitter. I'm King Chrome everywhere with a K, K-H-R-O-M-E. You know what I'm saying? You're looking for me. I'm always in the, I'm always in the P, man. And... One thing about it, any nigga want to work with me, female, whatever, any motherfucker from Peoria want to do anything, man, I'm always down. I ain't on that set tripping shit. You know what I'm saying? All right. Uh, make sure y'all uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or YouTube. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out all the Kojak's Corners. Um, King Karom's Kojak Corner is uh, in the description box. And uh, make sure y'all follow me on uh, all social media, Kojak underscore follow-up, follow-up content network, or follow-up network content, one of the two. And uh, be looking for uh, the Clutch Podcast, June 19th, which is the NBA podcast. Um, My co-host for that will be announced soon, and uh, the format and all those good things. But uh, we out. King Chrome, Kojak, follow-up podcast. God bless. Quiz, baby. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>